So this month marks my 10-year business anniversary. It feels a little bit crazy, but I thought it would be fun to record an episode where I share some of the insights and lessons that I've learned over the past 10 years. I've gone from running a very, very tiny business to running multiple businesses, and I thought it might be useful to anyone starting out or growing a business to hear some of the insights I've learned on my way. I'm Gemma Sands, and this is Free to Flourish Radio. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode, and actually welcome to the first episode of 2021. I realise that we are now halfway through February, um, but it was always my intention to relaunch the podcast for this year in this month, because January was a bit of a crazy busy one for me. Not only was I settling back into business after a break over Christmas, we are in lockdown three here in the UK, so I've been kind of managing how we continue with business stuff during during lockdown again. And I've also been launching something really exciting and I'm going to link to this in the show notes so you can go and check it out if you want. But I have relaunched the apparel range and we've actually got three new ranges now. So super, super excited. But a lot of work went into that, which is why the podcast didn't make a reappearance in January, but is making one now in February. Um, So I hope that you're all doing well. I hope that you are as well as you can be in these strange times. And this month marks my 10-year business anniversary, so I thought it might be fun to record an episode sharing some of the biggest lessons that I've learned over the past 10 years. It's been an amazing journey so far, but in many ways I still feel like I'm just getting started. And at the time of recording this, I'm now running multiple businesses. I've actually got three currently. And I'm working on the launch of two others, which sounds crazy, and maybe it is, but I love business models. I love finding new ways to be creative. And my journey hasn't been linear. You're not going to hear any zero to six figure success stories here, but I have made many mistakes. I've gone round in circles. I've had periods where I felt like giving up, and I wanted to share some of the lessons that I've learned along the way. Um, I hope these will be helpful if you are considering starting out, if you're just starting out, or if you're a little further into the journey and you are trying to grow your business. So the first lesson that I want to share is that your business evolves with you. And something that comes up a lot with the women that I coach is fear around getting it wrong. Um, Particularly when you're starting out, there's this fear of starting the wrong business or perhaps feeling like you need to have everything figured out from the very beginning. And here's the thing, your business evolves and you wouldn't want it any other way because you wouldn't want the business that you start with to be the business that you have further down the line because that would mean it wasn't growing. And it's only from being actively in business that you can build a better version, you know, a version that comes from understanding what your customers want and need, a version that comes from trying new things, a version that comes from uncovering your voice. And those things only happen once you get into it. So I think sometimes the fear of starting the wrong thing, of not knowing what all the steps are, can really hold us back. But the truth is our business evolves with us. We grow and evolve so much. Um, I would say (laughs) that the entrepreneurial path is probably the 
biggest process of self-development. Uh, it's just incredible what you learn about yourself and how you grow. Um, and as you do that, your business evolves with you. So that's the first thing I want to share. The second thing I wanted to share is that your why is one of the most important things. And before you even worry about branding, before you even start putting together what you're selling or thinking about what you want to share in your Instagram stories, get clear on your why. And for me, in the last 10 years, there have been so many moments where I could have given up, but it was my why that was the driver that kept me going, that kept motivating me. You know, I'm here to help create freedom and autonomy for women. And it's thinking of the women that I can and will and do help that really keeps me grounded when things are happening in my business. And, you know, your business is about something bigger than you. And understanding that helps to inform your decision making. It helps you to rise above your own fears and show up even when it's really bloody hard, which, you know, a lot of the time it is. So I think, again, if you are just starting out, get really clear on what it is that is driving you. Why do you want to have your own business? Um, and this can be a very personal why. It doesn't have to be something that um, is sort of, you know, world changing. It can be, and that's amazing. But it can be a very personal why. It can be because you want freedom and you want autonomy in your own life. That's amazing. But really anchor into that because that is the thing that will drive you. And if you're further along in business and you, you maybe haven't developed this so much, just stop and kind of come back to this because I've always found whenever I've been at a crossroads in my business, whenever I have been wondering if I should try something different, I always come back to my why and make sure that I'm in alignment with that. That's the second insight to share with you. And the third is that nothing is as it seems online. And Oh, this is such a big, important one to really grasp because we've all seen and heard the noise about hitting six figures in six months or going from, you know, zero to 10K Instagram followers overnight. But there is such a huge lack of transparency online. And what we don't see is the team of people that it helped to get there or the budget that was allocated to Facebook ads or the years that were spent building a community before commercializing it. And it can be really disheartening sometimes when we're starting out or when we have been putting all our effort and energy into building something and to look around us and think everyone is growing so much faster. What are we doing wrong? What What's what's happening here? But the truth is building a sustainable business takes time. And the key here is that word sustainable, sustainable and long lasting. And I think one of the things I've learned over the years is to really step back from looking at what everyone else is doing and from thinking that, you know, the tiny little aspect of something that we see on Instagram is the truth of it all because it's not. There is so much behind that. So, yeah, nothing is as it seems online. And the next insight while we're on this topic is very similar. It's easy to get sucked into thinking your success needs to look like everyone else's. I mean, do you do you even need a six-figure business? The whole six-figure business thing gets floated out there. I actively chased it for such a long time before realizing that the reality is I don't need a six-figure business. That's not what my version of success looks like. Now, don't get me wrong, to have a six-figure business is amazing, but it's just one tiny piece of what a version of success would look like for me. So 
A key part of the work I do is helping women build financial stability and autonomy, but often that actually just looks like 3k or 2k or 1k months and that's perfectly fine. So what I would say to you is define what success looks like for you, whether that's in a financial way or other ways, you know, contribution, family, work, life, balance, you know, what does it look like for you? Define that and then own that. Don't don't think that your version of success needs to look like anyone else's. So the fifth insight is, again, pretty similar to the previous two, but make peace with your pace. There have been times in my business when growth has been crazy, but there are also been many more times when it feels like I have barely moved forward month after month. And the truth is growth isn't linear. We want it to be. We're taught to chase that linear version of growth with, you know, our sort of education systems and our kind of corporate ways of working. But the truth is growth in life or business is rarely linear. And there will be busy periods, there will be dry periods, there will be periods where you are moving forward at pace, there are periods where you feel like you're standing still, there are periods where sometimes you actually need to go backwards, you need to take a step backwards in order to be able to then move forward. So, The key is to make peace with your pace, know that moving forward slowly is still moving forward, it is still progress, and that those small daily actions are what compound over time to create long-lasting change. Insight number six, community is key, and I cannot stress this enough. You cannot build a sustainable business without building a community of engaged and loyal fans, advocates, whatever you want to call them. It is very rare that someone is going to land on your Instagram profile, they're going to see what you offer and they're going to instantly purchase from you or sign up to work with you. Your potential customers are people and they have needs. They want to build trust. They want to build connection. And all of those six-figure launches that we see, they happen because years have gone into building a community that are engaged, loyal and primed to buy. So I'm not saying that you need to wait until you have 10k Instagram followers or, you know, 5,000 people on your email list before you launch anything. Engagement is way more important over the numbers, but understand that you should be building opportunities to cultivate community into your business strategy. So that's insight number six. Insight number seven, find the people who understand and believe in you and get support. Um, This is probably one that I haven't really understood the true value of until the last couple of years. Uh, Certainly for the first seven years of my business, I did everything on my own. I rarely talked about my business in my real life to my friends or family because through no fault of their own, they just didn't understand the challenges of running a business. They didn't understand what went into an online business. And It wasn't really until I started to connect with other women building businesses and then in the last 18 months gaining a business partner that I realised how important it is to have at least one person in your life who understands what this entrepreneurial journey is like, who can champion you, who can share in your frustrations, who can bounce around ideas and strategies with you. And maybe that's a friend who's also a business owner, maybe it's a business partner, maybe it's a coach, a business coach. Um, find the people who understand, find the people who are also walking this path or have walked this path and connect with them. Because honestly, it makes a massive difference if you just have even an outlet for the challenges that come with running a business. 
Um, but also in terms of growth and just being able to strategize with somebody, it makes a massive difference. So find a friend, find a business partner, find a coach, find someone who understands. Insight number eight, don't be afraid to try new things. Oh, this is a big one. Um, this is something that a lot of the women that I coach, um, struggle with because risk and failure seem really, really frightening. But the truth is, experimenting, risk, failure, all part of business. So get comfortable with feeling uncomfortable because you can't build a business without trying things to see what works for you. There isn't a business on this planet that doesn't take some level of risk to find out what works and what doesn't. And there will be mistakes. There will be things that don't work. I don't really believe in failure in business because everything has a lesson and an opportunity to find a better way to do something. Everything is research, basically. So, you know, if no one signed up during your launch, well, shit happens. Look at what you can do differently. Evolve your approach. You know, use it as a piece of research to better understand your customers and find out what the blocks were that stopped them from purchasing your product or signing up for your coaching program. And then evolve your approach. So don't be afraid to try new things. Experiment, risk and failure, which I'm doing in air quotes, are all a part of business. Insight number nine, your business model is a reflection of the world that you want to live in. It's a tool for creating change. This is another one that took quite a while um, to sink in for me. And I'm really passionate about it now because business models are a powerful tool for creating change. They define how we all live. They define how we all earn money. They define how we spend our money um, and how we show up in the world. And as a business owner, you get to choose. You can continue to contribute to this patriarchal economy that we are all part of, or you can choose to do things differently. And just because something is always done a certain way in business, it doesn't mean that you have to do it that way too. So you get to choose the culture you want to create within your business and the impact you want to have. You get to choose whose voice you listen to when it comes to business advice. Um, you don't have to do what the experts and the gurus are telling you to just because that's what everybody else seems to be doing. Question practices that don't feel right to you. Um, and for me, that really looks like not using the same harmful marketing tactics that I see played out in the coaching industry all the time, using shame, using guilt, um, using scarcity as actual marketing tactics. I just, I won't touch those things. Um, it looks like seeking out opportunities that make my work more inclusive and accessible. It looks like finding um, suppliers I can work with who stand in my values around sustainability and, you know, looking after the planet. So your business model is a reflection of the world that you want to live in. Think about what that looks like and how that can infiltrate every aspect of your business. Um, for many reasons, but one of the biggest is you can stand behind your business in full confidence if it is aligned with the things that are important to you. Insight number 10, 10 for 10 years, take yourself out of your business. Um, again, this is another big one because there's a lot of talk out there about how you are your business or your business is an extension of who you are. And when you're essentially a personal brand, uh, 
And a little side note here, I'm using the term personal brand just to facilitate the understanding, but actually there's a whole other podcast around this because we need to stop using that term, particularly as women. We're not a brand, we are human. Um, So don't be building a personal brand, build a personal presence and a body of work, but that's all for another day. But when we're essentially the face of our business, it's really easy to think that it's all about us, but it's not. It's about the work that we do. It's about the results that we facilitate and the change that our work is a catalyst for. And often our business grows out of our own experience. So it can be quite hard to separate ourselves from the work we do, but we are not our business. And when we take ourselves out of our business, it allows us to have a wider perspective it allows us to release some of the fears it allows us to um not play into some of the things that might come up around self-worth that can hold us back in our business so we just develop different strategies we find different ways to get through hurdles and problems when we take ourselves out of our business so that's another big one So 10 insights for 10 years but I have a sneaky 11th one have fun Business should be fun. Otherwise, we might as well just go back to getting the job. So for me, I've always tried to um, infuse fun and opportunities to be a bit creative in my business. Um, You know, how can you bring fun into your business? For me, it really looks like not taking myself too seriously. It looks like letting my personality and my voice come through. Just like everybody else, I have different facets to my personality and you're allowed to let that come through. Um, Side note with that one though, you get to choose as well what you share. You really do get to choose boundaries. You don't have to share your entire life online just because you have a business presence online. So anyway, How can you find ways to have fun in your business? You know, delegate what's not your strength and what you don't enjoy doing. Allow all of your passions to come through. I'm such a multi-passionate person and there is so much talk out there about niching down and narrowing to just one thing and can be valuable information, sometimes can be valuable advice. But for me, doing that just isn't fun. So I found a way to build a business, to bring in multiple businesses that allow me to do all of the things that I love to do because then I get up every day excited to work in my business because it's fun so that's a sneaky little 11th one um yeah and that you know those are some of the the biggest lessons that I've learned in the past 10 years so I hope you found them useful I would love to hear what stood out the most to you what maybe you want to think about implementing with your business what's kind of helped you to release some of the fear so definitely get in touch. You can always send me a DM over on Instagram. Um, I'm at Gemma L. Sands on Instagram, but I'll also link to that in the show notes. Um, Do come over. There will be a post on the grid as well for this podcast episode, so you can comment below that. But I would honestly, genuinely love to hear which of these insights really jumped out for you and how you might think about implementing them into your business, um, whether you're just starting out or whether you have been doing this for a while. So, As always, this community is amazing. I couldn't do any of what I do without you. So I'm so, so grateful. Really, really glad to be back with the podcast for another year. And I hope that wherever you are, you are finding ways to flourish.